Good evening, everyone, and this is Rolling with Aaron, my not-so-serious podcast. It is another Tuesday. We're off to the start of another snowy week, although it doesn't look like the snow is going to be impairing my travel. I don't know. You never can tell. Sometimes I go out, it looks fine. Then I start rolling my chair in it, and I realize, uh uh-oh. So these winter months, you just never know. And Tuesday is one of those days where, you know, you're not quite at the high point of the week where you can start looking ahead to the weekend. You're over Monday, but you're still slogging through. Um, But I have a little bit of extra time before my choir starts. And I'm excited today because I want to share a delightful, exciting, really easy recipe that I just did for a late meal. About this time of day, I have to leave and get out the door about 6.15, so I decided to do some interesting cooking while I had a minute this afternoon. And I had it in mind to bake some brie, which I really love. Mom brought this hors d'oeuvre dish out on New Year's Day where she baked brie in a dish with a little orange marmalade and a little orange juice kind of mixed in so it was kind of like a glaze. So I was like, oh, this is great. I want to do it. And she suggested that I do it in a pie crust, which makes it even more fun. Now, if you are adventurous and can make your pie crust, that's awesome, which I did. That kind of takes practice. I'll be getting back to that in a minute. If you don't, getting you know, a homemade crust already made from the store or a sheet pastry is fine too. Just as long as you have something to wrap it in. So what I did is I took my brie out of the fridge and I shaved the rind off. It's sort of in a wheel. And I just took the top part of the wheel that was facing up and just took a bit of the rind off on top. And that's good because I took the cheese that was inside and it's still kind of soft even when it was cold and I made a sort of little depression in it all the way around because then what I did is I took orange marmalade and scooped a couple spoonfuls inside that area that I created and I'd say you know two three good spoonfuls I had kind of a small wheel so that's all it took Enough to cover the inside, kind of all the way to the edges, but be careful nothing leaks out. And then after that, I squeezed a little bit of orange juice over that so that the marmalade thinned out just enough to be like a glaze, but not enough where it turned into a liquid. It's kind of a thing you have to monitor, but that ensured that it it, it turned into kind of like a, a sauce rather than a chunky jam. So what I liked about the pie crust part was that all you had to do was enough to make a pastry to cover the wheel of brie. It wasn't a full pie crust. The fact that I was able to scale this down made it a lot easier to make and it was a lot easier to clean up. And another cool thing about pie crusts, I learned that sometimes when you're cooking and you don't know what's going wrong, sometimes it's great to just ask mom. 
um, which is awesome. My mom's an awesome cook and an awesome baker, which awesome applause to her because I cook way better than I bake. But I've learned that with practice, you can get some things right. So I was talking to my mom and I was like, you know what? All the recipes say that you have to have your butter ice cold and cut it into the, the flour. And I'm sure that probably works in a lot of instances, but I found out no matter what I did, my dough would never come together when it was time to add in the ice water and when it was time to stir it all up and work with the dough. I never had a dough that stuck together or worked right. And Ma said, well, there, you solved the problem by making your butter room temperature and then cutting it in and then pinching it into your flour. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense, because every time I have done a crust with shortening, it's always easier to work with. Well, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. Then again, that's why I'm a better cook than a baker, because baking is all about chemistry. Cooking, you can just throw it in there, and I'm a sort of throw-it-in-there person. But I've learned to follow directions when I need to, so here we go with the pie crust. I took just half a stick of butter and one half cup of flour plus a couple tablespoons if you're adding it in and have to roll out your dough. You have to add a little bit of flour in as you're working the dough and onto your services so that nothing sticks. So I took that half stick of butter out, made that room temperature, I just left it out to warm a bit. Not so much that it melted, but enough to where it was, you know, not refrigerated anymore. Which is, like I said, unusual, and a lot of the recipes don't tell you to do this. But I will swear by this after asking Mom. So, I cut up my butter, and I took, and I used some online recipe suggestions from different places to make the, the flour, one half cup in my case, about an eighth teaspoon of sugar, likewise of salt, and I just sifted that together, and then I began to slowly work in the cut pieces of butter with my fingers. So I'd add some, work it in, get it mixed up until it was, you know, crummy. And then I would continue adding until it was all added. And a lot of you probably know this, but if you don't, you want to work in that butter until it looks like little crumbles. They can't be big pieces. They can't be chunks. It has to sort of look... Well, I don't want to say like peas, but a little smaller than that. It has to be sort of crumbly. And so I did that, and then I added a couple tablespoons of ice water. By that, you really do want for this to work cold, cold, cold ice water. So I worked that in, and the dough is kind of sticky and starting to come together. And I had a couple remnants left, and it was a little dry, so I added just a bit more water. When in doubt, just add a tiny bit at a time, and it works. And sure enough, as per my mom's suggestion on this, instead of the dough turning into a big wad of mess, it actually did what the recipes say the pastry show, that pastry dough should do. 
it cohere together in a really soft ball. And I didn't have to overwork it or do anything extra to make it stick together. I just very carefully put it out onto a flowered board and worked with it just enough so that it was in one piece. And I know from practice and from recipes and from everybody saying, you don't want to play with your dough too much. So what made my day was that I followed these directions and cut in my butter warm, that is room temperature, and sure enough, I got a pastry dough. Man, I have tongue twists today. I got a pastry dough that actually worked and did what it was supposed to do. So I wrapped it up, put it in the fridge for about 20 minutes, which was awesome. I had laundry and other stuff to do, so perfect timing. And after 20 minutes, I took it out. It was cold, but it was still very pliable. You could work with it. And I found, especially with me, I have to make sure to have all the surfaces and everything with a little extra flour on hand because it's very easy for the dough to get sticky and stick to everything. And what you don't want the dough to do is break and get all messed up when you're trying to roll it into something. And it's kind of a fine line between you want to add in enough flour for it to not stick, but you don't want to add in too much flour or it messes up the composition of the dough when you get something kind of mealy and weird. But enough to where it doesn't stick. And like I said, I liked my scaling down of this because it was on a smaller, more manageable scale. I was just wrapping a wheel of brie that I'd prepared. So when this was ready, I flattened and rolled this out very carefully till it was, uh, you know, I had kind of a cutting board and I don't want to guesstimate inches here because I'm not looking at the brie, but I had it just sitting in front of me and I was just sort of measuring around how big the wheel was. You can tell how good at numbers I am. But like I said, uh, this takes practice. But anyway, I rolled this out to all the edges of this little breadboard that I had and I kind of used the wheel of brie as a sort of measuring point here. And I had enough to wrap it lightly around. And I put it over the top because you want the jam side to be up. You don't want that leaking out. You don't want that. You don't want to turn that over and get that on your dough and make it wet. So I put the crust over the top and lifted up the brie and carefully just wrapped this sheet of dough around everything so that the whole wheel was covered. So it looked like a pie. It was just a brie in a pie. Uh, a, a dough-wrapped wheel, and it looked kind of cool when it was ready to go. And uh, I cooked this in a toaster oven, because it was just me. I had a very tiny stone, and I it was just a small piece of food, and a lot of times I cook for one in the space I have. I don't use the big conventional oven. I use a space that's a little more wheelchair accessible with reachable, manageable appliances. So I did not cook this on 400. It was in such a small space 
some of these recipes say cook it on 400, but my I know my oven would just burn it if I tried that. But what I did to accommodate that is I just cooked it for slightly longer time than you would on a higher temperature. I cooked it on 350 for about 30 minutes. And I checked and ultimately this is what worked for me. I don't know how someone else's oven will do it, but it ended up cooking the crust very nicely without overburning it. And it cooked the brie inside very nicely. And I got it out and let it stand for about five, six minutes and cut a piece off. And it was really, really tasty. It was exciting because the brie was wonderfully melted inside and it had just enough, uh, just enough of that orange marmalade to, to give it that sweet flavor. And then it had that pie crust, which just made it the awesome lunch slash dessert that it was and I didn't have to use bread or crackers I had everything all in one one recipe and one meal and it was tasty and I had some leftovers I don't know how my leftovers will keep but I think if I'm careful it'll reheat very well I think it would have looked terrible if I consumed all the brie that would have been a little scary and this was so good that I wanted to save some so that's what I did today among other more boring things I hope you enjoyed that I will be back with more fun stories and recipes and little adventures in the meantime enjoy stay warm out there on this snowy winter day, and I will be back with more Rolling with Aaron.